Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Brian Wallace here with the Next Action Podcast. So grateful for you tuning in once again. We have a wonderful guest today, my good buddy, Steve Wiedemann. Not Weidman, because that's what you're going to want to say, but we know how to say it right. I just said it for you. So Steve is the president of the Wiedemann Consulting Group, an SEO, SEM consultancy that works with mostly multi-location brands and is often called the agency's agency. Steve won the 2018 Industry MVP Searches Award last year and has his claim to fame as having been, ready for this, the SEM account manager for Disneyland and Adventures by Disney. How are you today, Steve? Fantastic, Brian. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, for sure, man. We've been talking about this for a while, so I'm glad that we found some time and that we're going to do it. And I think that even what I just said with SEO and SEM, I think a lot of our audience might not even know what all those things stand for or why they're important, right? So for those who don't know what SEO is, that's search engine optimization. For those who don't know what SEM is, that's search engine marketing, which is probably a little bit more <laughs> misunderstood. And a lot of the guys and gals that are in that space, they're highly technical. They focus on patents and all sorts of messing around with search engines and doing all sorts of technical analysis. And a lot of times, I think people take for granted how much people actually understand about this space, right? And I know that you... That's true. Yeah, for sure. And I know that you've come a long way just in terms of being in big corporate and really just learning it by doing it, right? So how have you over the years overcome the whole corporate environment and made your way into an agency move without even having a business degree? Yeah, that's a great question. And as we we talked about earlier, uh, before the call, we we talked about how my career kind of spanned 20 years of IT and my passion was in digital marketing. I really enjoyed my freelance time and in, in being uh, a digital marketer. And what was what was challenging for me when when I finally was able to get that corporate role, uh, even at Disney, was that you're you're confined to a specific uh, way of doing things, and sometimes your ideas aren't always appreciated. Sometimes they are, and and you get rewarded uh, for some of the successes that you have. And I'd say in corporate, you're 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 limited because there's structure when you're when you're running your own agency or you're a sole proprietor or a freelancer. Uh, there's no rules. You can you can run it and 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 explore every idea that you possibly have. But with a company like like Disney, they they have certain expectations and they have a certain mo, and you have to work within you know that that structure. And there's always going to be opportunities to suggest new ideas and to do new things. But the challenge lays in you know there's, there's not a, a huge amount of growth. Right? There's not much further you can go than SEM account manager other than maybe director of marketing. And then you're not doing what you enjoy if you enjoy doing SEO. So there's not really that potential. Whereas when when you uh, leave that corporate world, like I did in 2010, you have this incredible, like unlimited growth potential. Now I can do what I enjoy, build a team of people that enjoy what I do. And all of us together can collaborate and come up with some really creative, fun things that generate revenue and have a work culture that is whatever we make it, that's not confined to specific hours or 
um, rules or, or or guidelines. So that that corporate leaving the office space world was amazing for me, but it was scary. You know, when I when I left, um, I had mentioned 2010. The first month I was away, my my wife was panicked. Oh my god, what are we gonna do? And I said, we'll figure this out. I'm gonna start by just walking to the local neighborhood buildings and see uh, you know what kind of clients that we could we could pick up. Uh, by the end of the first month, you know, and I'd already I already signed seventeen thousand dollars a month of new business, and you know that that peace of mind was there. But I'd spent the whole month doing sales and not doing the work, so there was this mad rush, you know, to to fulfill the the commitments that I had made. And that's when I learned, hey, when you're an entrepreneur, you're full time sales uh, and you're full time employee at the same time. So the the hours were worse than what it was in corporate. But I was on my own. I ran my own schedule. I didn't have to report to somebody, and that was amazing. Master of your own destiny. Well said. And I hear you, man. An entrepreneur, if you don't have any kind of sales ability and ways to collect on money and also be good at the work, you're just a glorified subject matter expert. Go back to corporate America, kid. You don't got what it takes, right? So everybody has to learn how to do that or get somebody real quick. And you know, another point just about working in corporate America, as I also have experience, I think it's a wonderful blessing for having that as a background and pedigree when you are an entrepreneur because you understand how corporate America thinks and you've sat on the other side of the table. So you know how to talk the talk as opposed to other people who are merely guessing and probably should just stick around, just go sure. around neighborhood businesses. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but if your goal is to get some world-renowned kinds of clients... That's the way to do it. So that, that that's fabulous. the corporate yep. jargon. You're right. And there's there's a team member on my team, Brian, that's uh, is a, a kid a year out of school, and he's doing amazing. But when I hear him on calls, I hear words like um, "cool" or "you guys," you know. And and when you're talking to to folks that are 20, 30 years into a, a career at the in the corporate world, you you know you don't talk that casual. You you have a little bit more of of that corporate jargon and corporate dialect. And that's something that I'm trying to mold the newer team members who don't really have that corporate background. But you're right, there's a huge difference in how you communicate on email, um, how you communicate when you're on a call, uh, just just the entire setting an agenda, right? All of that sort of corporate things, uh, you know, is, is a adjustment for somebody who's never done I will tell you one thing before. that I will add to this because I sometimes don't do either what your junior guy is doing or what you're recommending. Sometimes, because I know the pain of sitting in meetings all day long until you fall asleep, right? And then you don't even have time to do your work so while true. you're in corporate. I try to just make it comedy hour. I just know they're just dying that they're going to be in like 10 meetings a day. And I'm just like, hey, let's just have some fun. And I tell people, it's like, this is going to be the most entertaining call you're going to have all day. And if you're not laughing by the end of it, I have failed you. So just being a little bit of, yeah, just being a, little bit of a spectacle, I think helps you differentiate a little bit. So you're not just another also ran marketing agency that they can hire and fire at the drop of a hat. Speaking of which, I think, mm-hmm. Steve, you've done a fabulous job differentiating yourself and your industry and your, excuse me, your business from the industry, as opposed to just endlessly talking about SEO technical terms, the latest Google update from last week to the next. People don't even know how many times that Google updates or even what that means and all the crazy stuff that everybody gets lost in the jargon. Let's talk a little bit. Let's dive into how you've differentiated. I know you've got a great story of a business that you've grown. So tell us everybody a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. Yeah. So with two stories, story one is MO and the MO and, and that I've developed over you know the last couple of decades is, is a pretty, it's a pretty rigid time management system where every morning I get in and I look at my Feedly account, which pulls in all of the blog posts from my favorite sites. And then I have a tab for my Twitter lists of all the experts in, in SEO, local SEO, and some of the other disciplines of search. And I'm following these things throughout the day, but I start with 20 minutes, you know, of come in, get my coffee, read through everything that's going on that's being talked about right now. So I'm always in the know. And you should do that in, really in any industry. If you're passionate about it, you're going to get that 20 minutes of just feeding on what's what's new, what's happening right now, what's trending in my industry. Um, and then, you know, throughout the day, you know, we, we have set times that we do things, a set time that I do sales, a set time that we have our, our brainstorming and, and creative meetings. So having, having that in mind um, makes us a little bit more um, agile about the same time, uh, elastic as a group. And we, we, we really feed off that. Um, there's one client in particular in, in, in 2010, we're talking about the, the second story here, uh, that came to us and he said, hey, we've, we've got a safe full of watches. I run a cash for gold business and I do some car titles and whatever. And I, I really don't know what I should do to sell these watches. I'm thinking I should build a website. Um, do, you think, do you think if we use your, your SEO powers that we can make anything of it? And I said, yeah, it'd be fun to start a project from scratch. You know, and technically we really didn't start from scratch because we, we used some best practices in purchasing a domain that had already had watches on it. Not Rolexes per se, but it had watches. And so we, we picked up this older domain to start with. We kept all that content there, but we, we built new content on top of it, uh, really focused around Rolex where those old URLs just kind of stayed out there. So Google knew this site uh, was, was still an older website and had some trust. Uh, we built a, a content plan based on, on keyword research and what other Rolex uh, consignment sites were, were doing on their websites. And the first year, I think we generated maybe $123,000 in sales, which was a little bit exciting, you know, to kind of get something that was a handful of watches and turn it into something where it's actually making some really good, you know, money. Uh, last year, it made $27 million. And, and that was, uh, again, over the course of time, just continuing to nurture the SEO and paid search, uh, looking at our landing pages, looking at our categories, how do we organize our content? You know, just just really doing the best we can. And so, um, a couple of years ago, my uh, my wife and I were going on a trip, and it was right around her birthday. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to go in and see if see if I can get a discount on a Rolex. You know, we're not really materialistic people, but I want to do something really special for her. So I went down there and had my wallet ready, and I was scared to death about what it was going to cost me because I'm you know I'm a digital marketer, not a uh, not a millionaire. And so I went down there, the, the folks all kind of gathered around and, and made some suggestions of watches and I, time to pull my wallet out. And I'm like, okay, so what's this going to cost me? And, you know, the, the owner, Paul, looked at me and he said, said, Steve, your money's not good here. And I walked out with a, you know, really expensive Rolex for my wife and just feeling like, oh my God, I, I made a difference in, in helping to build a business that's now a multi-million dollar business that's founded on an SEO strategy with a website uh, with no offline marketing and at the time really nothing nothing beyond just search. So it was a, it was a huge rewarding experience for me, but was also a, a testament to what SEO can really do. Why why should I care about ranking in a search result? Well, because one page, one single page on that website, you know, can generate five to ten million dollars a year in sales, and that's huge. And that's why 
that's why it's so important. That's why so many marketers focus most of their energy on SEO and probably why it's the number one, uh, you know, traffic uh, driver. If you look at your analytics, uh, SEO is it. it, it kills it and it does, you know, amazing things. That's for amazing, man. So I think what you're saying is that SEO and paid search actually work and everybody's not just a con artist and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, there's a lot of people who read an ebook and, hey, I do SEO. There's a, uh, we were looking at Craigslist the other day and joking because some of the listings were, hey, I'm a, a, a sports trainer. Oh, and I do SEO. Or it's I wash cars for a living and I do SEO. Right. So every, everybody's doing right here, it. Man. You know? So listen, <laughs> in the next uh, two, three yeah. minutes that we have here, so we've talked all about that differentiation, your journey and all of that. So along the way, you've definitely found your stride just going from selling your time and being the subject matter expert to selling all that knowledge. So let's just over the next minute or so, let's talk a little bit about the agency growth and what you're doing to move forward. I know you've talked to me about a lot of interesting content angles. Yep. Yep. So we, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned, I left the corporate world in 2010 and 2015, we incorporated and, uh, we've had a challenge scaling. It's hard to scale when you're selling your time because there's only eight hours in a day. So uh, controversially in, in our industry, it's a little, everyone kind of teases you about it. But if you, if you move into online training, which is part of the direction that we're going, we're going to stop selling our time and we're going to start selling our knowledge. Uh, we're going to have an online training program. But I think what's going to differentiate it is that we're also as part of that, we're also giving away the templates, you know, this 20 years and coming from corporate and, and evolving into you know, being a, you know, a, a personal brand and then into being a company, this template, these templates uh, have, have really evolved and our clients pay a lot of money as much as, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 for them. So part of what I think is going to differentiate us as we move from selling our time to selling services uh, is really going to be the fact that we're giving away these templates as part of that. And I hope that that helps improve the industry. I hope it helps build transparency and I hope it helps us free our time so that we can just build better templates and build better things that help. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think anybody markers. who makes a play to help make everything rise a bit always is a, a great bet, especially when you do have so much time and expertise within it. So listen, Steve, it looks like we're just about out of time here today. Thank you be, for being such a wonderful guest. Where can everybody find you out there? Thank you. Uh, on Twitter, I'm SEO Steve. On uh, Facebook and everywhere else, we're just Wiedemann, W I I D E M A N. And our website is Wiedemann.com. Thank you so much again. Really enjoyed. Thank you, Brian.